You are listening to Hashtag Breaking the Myth by Psych Bigyan Network Nepal. We are a non-profit organization based out of Nepal that serves to advocate for mental health awareness. Through this podcast, we wish to break certain misconceptions that might surround the idea of mental health and its care and hope to break some popular myths we often see in media. If you like this episode, share it with your friends or anyone else who might appreciate it. Hello, good morning, good evening, whatever time you're listening uh, to this. Welcome to Hashtag Breaking the Myth podcast. This is a podcast sponsored by PNN, um, which stands for Psych Vigyan Network, Nepal. And we are a, a small but growing uh, NGO uh, based out of Nepal. And we love talking about mental health. So um, I have here uh, me. Uh, my name is Ash, uh, and I also have Kripa here, uh, here with me. She is um, an in-house counselor. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll start with just a little bit of introductions uh, for you guys to get to know us. I have a bachelor's degree in psychology um, uh, from Furman University, South Carolina. So I know a little bit about mental health. I've been passionate about it for um, quite a few years. Um, I have a background in, as an undergrad, um, I did research in body image, um, uh, childhood psychology. Um, so I'm very interested in just kind of learning how we develop and grow as people. And um, I've lived in India as well as the United States. I also spent some time in Germany. So I'm very interested in how, uh, you know, how identities, uh, our identities are shaped by, um, uh, you know, where we live, who we are, and uh, yeah, who we are as people. So that's a little bit about me. Um, Kripadi, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, so I'm so excited, Aishwarya, because uh, I'm doing this for the first time in the different language. So I'm so excited and so ex- I'm so grateful that you thought of doing this podcast with us. Uh, and welcome to the team once again. Thank so my you. name is Kripa Sigdil. I'm mental health counselor and lecturer by profession. Uh, I do teach. I teach psychology in bachelor's and master's level. Uh, and uh, I am a counselor and working in mental health since the last uh, six years uh, in PNN, through PNN and besides PNN as well. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, I think I think you only mentioned a few of the wonderful things that you do. Of course, you you do teach, you do counsel as well. You do kind of all of the, I feel like, um, great things that come with men- advocating for mental health, right? So it's not just teaching it in a classroom, but also, uh, you know, with our organization PNN, you're just kind of uh, making sure that it reaches. Um, the average individual who doesn't study psychology as well. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Recently in October 10, 2000, this, uh, it's, it's a part of World Mental Health Day. We did, the, we did this big virtual mela, big virtual mm-hmm. festival uh, to talk about mental health and to break the stigma of mental health. And then we do this quite often. We do through podcasts, we do through web, our articles and web, our social media. Yes, we do advocate. Yeah. And we also do workshops and trainings to mental health and psychology. Uh, recently, we have been doing uh, workplace mental health orientation uh, in various organizations of Kashmir Valley. So we do lots of things just related to mental health and psychology. Mm-hmm. Which I think is so important um, in today's age, right? Because we as South Asian women, I'm, I'm from India, you're from Nepal, we're sister countries, right? 
Um, but truly, I think uh, the importance of mental health is growing where we are. I think maybe for our parents' generation, the generation before us, that knowledge really wasn't there. But I think, uh, you know, with our generation, uh, that's changing a little bit. What's, what's your take on that? Uh, I absolutely believe that, Ashira, because of education, maybe also exposure. And uh, sometimes I think we are exposed to mental health issues more than our parents were, because we are exposed to social media, we are exposed to this competitive, competitive world, and we are very, we are in this fast-paced society where we are just moving ahead to get here. so many things to achieve so many things and this is impacting our mental health at the same time uh, as you said like women we have our voices now we can talk about it now we can say at least I'm not feeling fine or I'm not feeling okay and these voices are being heard uh, so yes mental health is being given more priority uh, still you know how it is in India and how is it how it is in Nepal it is still stigmatized people still do not focus on mental health like they do for physical health uh, so it, it is still stigmatized uh, this stigmatized issue this is still taboo but at, but at least this is this is changing a little bit so i'm glad it is changing and i'm very happy that we so many like-minded people are working towards this so we'll make it possible we'll make it uh, mental health in the tip of the tongue of everyone like they have physical health absolutely i agree with you so much and you know especially the part you said about just how fast-paced and pressurized our world is today. I think um, we are trained for it ever since we are little children because, um, you know, school is like, at least for, uh, in India and Nepal, I think it's similar. It's like eight to 10 hours a day, you know, homework. And we have um, these uh, pr preparation exams here. So it's like preparing for those exams. Sometimes children start as like 11, 12 years old. So it's just a lot of pressure in our countries to succeed, to just, you know, succeed and get there and make a life of yeah. your own, which is fine, right? I think, um, you know, career and money, and they are very important. But at the end of the day, you can never do your job well if you don't take care of yourself, right? <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So that is what I was wanting to stress. And that is what we are stressing for this episode, right? Self-care, which is very important. We are um, taught to, we are taught and we are forced to succeed. We are uh, always said that you need to succeed or you need to get this or get that, but never taught you need to do this for yourself or for your mental health. Uh, so yes, self-care is very necessary. Yeah, you brought us to the to the uh, center of our um, discussion today on this podcast <laughs> is hashtag self care. Mm -hmm. I, I'm glad to have you here, Kripadi, because you know you are a practicing counselor. Um, I am a practicing uh, Gen Z. <laughs> I barely know how to take care of myself. <laughs> um, you know, I'm kind of you know coming straight out of college and um, throughout university, I did not take yeah. care of myself. Like I. Um, don't think sleep was ever important to me. I uh, was working all hours of the day. I, had, I was working two to three jobs in uh, university, which I think is a reality for uh, some people who are, you know, wanting to study and make a living. And so I understand the pressures. Um, but I do remember just, you know, um, my skin breaking out all the time, me being stressed all the time, uh, not really sure. You know, I was kind of like a zombie and, um, you know, uh, and self-care for me was just, you know, going out with friends on the weekend <laughs> and, you know, uh, going out to eat or going out somewhere. But it was, you know, yeah. what yeah. what does self-care really mean? You know, I think, especially to someone like me who is still kind of learning mm -hmm. and, and, you know, starting this journey, um, what do you have to say about that? 
Uh, to be honest, uh, Aishwarya, I think I, I, I can relate to that. I can relate to whatever you used to do in your college. And now after being a psychologist myself and taking clients, then I started um, being or having or taking care of self more than before. Uh, so yes, I can relate to the feeling. And I think many of our viewers, our audiences relate to that. Um, so that's a mutual of today's generation. Uh, but self-care, if you have to ask me what is self-care in the mental health con contest, it is any kind of activity uh, that we engage to take care of ourselves uh, emotionally psychologically, uh, socially, and then these activities are self-care activities. Uh, so if you are working towards um, making your uh, emotional, physical, psychological well-being better, then those activities are self-care activities. Yeah. Okay, got it. So, I mean, anything that you do to take care of yourself and not just, you know, other people, your friends, your family, because I think we spend a lot of time caring for other people. Yeah. We are taught how to care, especially in South Asian cultures, right? We are taught to sometimes take care of other people before ourselves, take, take care of other people's feelings before mm -hmm. ourselves. So I think, uh, you know, um, I, I completely agree with you in terms of self-care. I think it's, it's all these different aspects of your life. So, you know, for example, if we talk about socially, um, maybe if you're not feeling okay to, you know, hang out with friends, even though you want to, right? It's like, okay, maybe mm -hmm. I'm just going to relax tonight and, you know, spend some yeah. time in reading a book or watching Netflix or something. Me time, you know, those kinds of things uh, should be encouraged, should be important. Or, you know, um, emotionally where, uh, you know, don't stop your need to cry, right? I think don't regulate your emotions so much that you stop that you for you know you forget that you have them so things like that right yeah exactly it is okay to be not okay and so that people can feel fine in the skin feel fine about their emotions so that is self-care and like you said uh saying or learning to say no to people learning to say no to outside things because they can have and it is absolutely fine to have me time to have alone time sometimes if if reading books give you happiness if reading books um, make you feel good then that's okay that's completely fine you do not need to go and hang out with friends or you do not need to say every time every, um, you do not you do not need to say yes to everything so yes that is self-care and self-care means different to different people for example i my self-care way might be just taking a nap and i might feel fresh after that your self-care might be different from mine so it is individual uh, but it has to it has to be targeted towards your well-being Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think it should recharge you, right? I think anything that involves self-care should be kind of like when you when you plug in your cell phone, you know, you can't use your, your mobile phone if you don't charge it. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's very useful. Just like that, I think your body is so useful. Yeah. And um, I think especially in our culture, and this is kind of touching on who we are as women, I think we are not taught to respect our bodies. I'm not saying it looks different for men. I think both men and women can take from this. But uh, especially women in culture, we are not taught to take care of our bodies. It's always like if you are a mother, uh, look after your family. If you are, um, you know, going to school, you uh, still, you know, look after your family maybe or your friends or, you know, it's always others before us. So I think even even especially for women, um, I think we we forget that our bodies help us stay alive, right? I think uh, we, we are so busy uh, hating ourselves, um, you know, like maybe we are uh, gaining weight or um, 
losing weight or you know it's so focused on appearance that we forget that we we do everything we do because of our bodies right exactly exactly and even like 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 taking care of yourself and having good thoughts or giving care or emphasis to your body it is mental health as well because we do not um, as women i i do not uh, see myself uh, talking about my emotions freely as freely as i can because people will be judging as a as a as a in law as a as a, as a daughter i i if i if i talk about my stories if i talk about my failure stories if i talk about something i want to express uh, in public i cannot do that because i have to take care of my family i have to think what they will be thinking uh, so yes even men, as, as, a, as a female taking care of your mental health is also on stake uh, it's also something um, which we cannot do it as freely as we want to mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely so let's talk about i think let's go on to um what does self care look like of course we talked a little bit about what it's it looks like for you what versus what it looks like for me how has that changed because you know uh, let's uh, to address the elephant in the room uh we are in a full blown pandemic you know yeah. and i think going on um 8 months now almost and um uh, you know i think like most people uh, it's it's pretty it's going pretty strong in india and nepal both So um how how has self care changed for you I mean you know because there's such a big stressor now and so many of those things that we like mm-hmm. doing before like for example for me um I loved going to hot yoga I know this is going to sound like a very expensive bourgeoisie <laughs> concept <laughs> but I I was living in California you know living the Californian dream and I used to go do yoga in the morning before work, go to 10 hours of work. Like, you know, my day was so structured and um I kind of you know went into this rabbit hole um uh, after my life collapsed like everybody else, right? I was just kind of like I don't step out of my house anymore. I feel like I want to sleep all the time, which I do still make a lot of time for sleep, which I mean, I'm a little grateful for at this point, but you know everything has changed like how are you taking care of yourself right now like you said it has changed and i think it has made me more focused on self care than than before i should have because i didn't used to you know, give more emphasis uh, emphasis on my mental health before i used to work i used to be working all the time and i used to be juggling between my home and my work and then i didn't have time to actually give give thought about my self care so i'm grateful that the pandemic let me do that like you said um and this pandemic is making us realize that it's okay to be not okay sometimes because uh, people used to think self care is for just mental people with mental health issues right people with mental illness but now we have mental health everyone has mental health everyone is wanting to be in the higher higher level of their well being so they want to do that so for me self care is very essential and i think self care helped me to go through this pandemic easily uh, for me self care looked like um, having scheduled life having having scheduled um, work balance uh, having work balance like life in this pandemic in this last 7 or 8 months having good good sleep having a talk time having a time to talk and express with my family members having having a time to let my emotions out having time to just sit in sit outside and then uh, stare or gaze moon or i mean just <laughs> to be alone by myself so it looked like that it looked like that and um, i think um, 
I think self care is much needed in, in this time because we are feeling lonely than before. We do feel felt uh, we do felt less productive than before because all the social media whim people are posting about their new cooking style or posting about their new 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 innovations they did, and that that made us that made uh, many of us less as a as a productive being, and that made us be more. unhappy about ourselves so self care is more important than before uh, at the same time we are we are happy that we got time by for ourselves we can just sometimes netflix and chill we can just uh, just have uh, have happiness in our bed sometimes by just sleeping and taking nap so yes uh, self care was important self care is important and for me i got lot of time to uh, to rejuvenate like you said to recharge to recharge so it was good for me I, i'm grateful that it happened i'm not grateful Full that it happened at the pandemic, but I'm grateful that I could find my time in between all this juggle, uh, all this hustle bustle of work and uh, home. First of all, wow! Like that's you know definitely such an important perspective on the pandemic. I think we are talking a lot about right now. Oh my God, we have so much time. We have so much time, right? And um, I absolutely agree. I am like a child of social media. Like you know, I am uh, one of those people who had access to a cell phone. um growing up uh, you know in high school and stuff so i've always been around social media so this definitely affected me so that's such a great point that you put out that everybody is like um there was this one thing um i i made a little instagram post about because it frustrated me so much was people were making so much banana bread in in the at least in the us they were like everybody was baking all over the place and i was like stop making banana bread i'm tired of it i i am not the best cook but you know it affected me so much that i was like i am actually having a horrible time you know i am an extrovert and um i recharge in social settings so it for me it was a hard hard transition because i you know uh, like similar to you had structured days um filled with people i was a, a recruiter which means i was talking to hundreds of people every day and um you know to go from that which you know i was still doing that from home but you know that that physical feeling uh, is is now gone so it was a harder transition but i also love the thing that he said about uh, you know staring at the moon you know i love that i love that. i love um you know i'm back uh, you know at my parents house it's a little bit in the countryside now and you know away from the city hustle bustle like you said like the i think a lot of us were working in those metropolitan cities or even in general like going to work and stuff is very it's a, usually a busy environment but now i can go up to my roof and look at the stars and look at the moon and i like doing that before too but um i think it's it's just necessary uh, you know me time necessary um reflection time um i do believe structure helps because when there is a lack of sudden lack of structure it can it can send you <laughs> into some dark places at least for me um you know it definitely did that but now that you know i'm working a little bit i'm doing a little bit of freelance work and things like that it it gives me um you know and it's it, i guess if it might still be a little bit about productivity but just having purpose to your day and um i heard this somewhere where it's like when we have so much anxiety about the future right we don't know what is going to happen when is corona going to end um it's okay to just have a plan for today you know i think that's what people need to realize i think in our in our culture it's like 
what's your, I remember my brother asked me, he's like, what's your five-year plan? What are you going to do? I'm like, does anybody have a plan right now? Because I don't, I, I know what I'm doing today and I know almost what I'm doing tomorrow, but you know, five years, nobody can say right now, you know? To, to add to that, uh, if we can uh, make this little accomplishment for the day, and if we accomplish that by the end of the day, that is going to add it to your well-being at the end. So having this little to-do list is also one of the important aspects of self-care. Uh, if, you, if you want to feel happy by the end of the day and say, the, the day was good and I, I, I accomplished something, or you you're ought to have your mental health intact, then having to-do lists, small to-do lists in the days, and then uh, just reflect reflect back when the day is about to end and feel happy about yourself. That is a good good way to do self-care. And that is a very important point you raised, Rachel. Yes, it's all experience learning. <laughs> I definitely did not come up with it myself. Yeah. It's just helping me right now. In addition to that, just to going back to our bodies, um, I think there's a lot of pressure when it comes to health to look a certain way. But in the pandemic, I think health-wise, what's important is get out, get some fresh air. You know, even if, you know, you don't live in a place where you can maybe take too many walks, go up to your roof, go out to your balcony or go out to, you know, wherever you can uh, is possible within, you know, your space and, you know, um, and, and try to get some fresh air. And I know this, you know, it just depends on where you live, but it's so important because our bodies are not adjusted to living inside for so long. We are not, uh, you know, um, polar bears <laughs> that like to hibernate. <laughs> you know, we do like to go out, right? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so I think you know that's a little bit important too. Yeah. Not to not to suddenly get six pack abs. That's really not my aim in the pandemic. You know, mm -hmm. for me, it's just like eat mm -hmm. when you're hungry and make sure. Uh, you know, for me, make sure to get one walk in. Um, you know, once a day, just, just to clear my mind yeah. and it, it changes my mood drastically. Yeah. Like, like we always say, physical health and mental health are so important and so related. Uh, sometimes I say people are living in just a one room place, right? So even at that time, at that, if, at that uh, moment as well, they can just open their windows and then let the fresh air come. Uh, so just find little ways so that you can do you can you can find uh, you can make it better so just my opening window can be one one thing or just being mobile uh, mobile when you are cooking you can dance and cook right you can that is what you can do uh, so you can put put your music on full 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 volume and do that i do that often and that helped me uh, in the pandemic when i was very frustrated of cooking but i had to do and then i used to make the music and put the music on full volume and do that so you can just you just need to uh, pause for some time and see what works for you you cannot just google and find the self-care techniques oh, it is individual God. like we said earlier so just find out what works for you right and then if it works for you repeat that repeat that until you until it is habit for you until it you are very habituated of that activity so just do that it helps and i think Another thing, um, at least for me, I think is good to recognize, um, I'm a very chaotic person, so I never get attracted to structure. And although, you know, definitely it is helping me right now, I fall off the wagon sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's an important point you mentioned. One, that you cannot just Google it. It needs to be your own. So, you know, for me, um, back in the day, I would love going out to dance with my friends. We could, you know, go out to um, dance clubs and things like that. 
And for me, that was a great way to express myself, right? So like you said, it's very important that it is individual to you. So if you think art is relaxing, if you think cooking is relaxing, if you think even singing, I was even singing at the beginning of the pandemic, yeah. you know, and um, it was not for, mm-hmm. not because I suddenly decided to become a singer, but, you know, it's just... <laughs> another way to express your emotions now that we are not able to do it with each other so much. Okay, so um, any uh, final words of wisdom? So we talked a little bit about self-care, what it looks like in the pandemic, um, and, you know, just how much, uh, you know, mental health matters in addition to physical health and how they just kind of, you know, go hand in hand with each other. And, you know, if you're just starting your self-care journey, um, so for example, Kripadi, like what if I am somebody who is a student, right? Which I feel like a lot of psychology mm-hmm. students want to listen to this stuff or even just everybody. We want everybody to listen to this. But, you know, um, for example, you're a student, yeah. <laughs> um, you're, you know, tired of Zoom classes, you're tired of homework and, you know, not having the fun aspect of school, or, you know, even if you're somebody who's working and, uh, you know, tired of it, do you have any um, tip for them to, for, for, for where to start? Because I think we talked a lot of, about a lot of things. What's, what's a good place to start for someone who's wanting to do self-care? Well, I'm very glad we are bringing this podcast during festive season because so many people are having this festive mood and they must be having good time. It's a self-care. Uh, but if they, are, if, if they are in between hustle bustle, they can just start with some me time by themselves. Uh, remember what they used to enjoy when they were a child. They can nurture their hobbies. They can start cooking or they can start learning guitar or they can start doing gardening or do whatever they used to feel like before. Um, one thing every one of us have to remember is never feel guilty of taking care of yourself. It's okay to have your time. It's okay uh, to have your time by yourself and do whatever you feel like. It's not that you are in the race to compete and reach to some level, right? Every day is your day. So never feel guilty and find some time in the day for yourself, for good and which will help you to bring that big smile by when that that, that time ends. You can find that time in any day, any moment of the day, maybe in the morning or afternoon or evening, any time of the day. Yeah, what great words of wisdom to uh, you know end this episode with. Self-care is not selfish, right? It's not selfish. Um, it's, it's important. No, no, no. So, you know, you really should not feel guilty about taking out this important time for yourself because only when you do take out this important time can you then return to work, you can return to your friends, you can return to your family, and fully be yourself, right? If you are tired, if you don't feel like it, um, we're not able to stay so present in every moment, in every work that we do. And um, especially for me, I think taking those breaks is, is super important for me to fully be myself um, you know, outside, uh, in my outside interactions. But uh, thank you so much, uh, Kripadi, for taking out time from your very busy schedule, um, you know, counseling, doing PNN things. Um, I, I'm really happy to be doing this with you. Uh, and uh, we're going to have a few more uh, episodes coming up. 
So, uh, you know, please stay, st stay tuned. Uh, we have, uh, we're going to have weekly postings of these podcasts. So, um, you know, if you have any, uh, you know, comments, any advice, anything you liked about the podcast, um, please let us know in the comments wherever you see this. Uh, and we really want you to share this with your friends um, and share this conversation and have these conversations beyond this podcast as well. Yeah, let's talk about mental health. <laughs> yeah. Yes, hashtag breaking the myth. We will see you guys next time. <laughs>